Jingle Bells. Welcome to hashtag just saying reviews. reviews. Guess what we're reviewing tonight? Well, you probably already read the title. <laughs> but Rudolph. Ta-da. Reindeer bitch. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. We love Rudolph. Yay. Um, <laughs> I am on a cold medication. I'm sorry. <laughs> we just recorded our weekly podcast. Uh, so if you like this show and want to check out a weekly podcast, it's very funny. Please yes. do. You can find <laughs> it at the same place you found this. <laughs> this is funny. You don't have to go far. No, no, you really don't. You don't. Okay, so now, now I feel loopy because of the meds. I don't know what happened to me. Nice. We, I got through a whole show, and now I'm just like, burp, whatever, burp, blip, blib, blim. Let's see how many times I can make Sean cough. <laughs> okay, so I didn't do anything. I'm innocent. Oh, that's right. So the way you said that, you just made me think of something else too. Okay. You know, sometimes you joke about like, oh, I need an adult. I need an adult. Yes. A few nights ago, I went to the Dollar Tree. Yes. Because I, I needed to get something in there. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I needed to see adults. <laughs> so I, I went didn't. to the Dollar Tree. I didn't, but one of the girls that were working there, Yeah. she was being funny. Uh, she was with a couple of her coworkers. Yeah. And she walked over to uh, one of the aisles, and all of a sudden you hear, I need an adult. Ah. I, I thought when you said it, I started laughing. And did you say, do you happen to listen to the hashtag podcast? No. <laughs> because I was, Tara I was like, that. I was away. Oh, okay. You weren't going to get involved. I understand. <laughs> so, partial digression. So, you don't know what Rudolph is about. Where have you been? <laughs> <laughs> now, okay. I mean, I knew, I, I knew taking this on. I think maybe we have to, I, I really didn't want to, but I feel like we have to like dip a toe in the pool of controversy that's going around Rudolph right now. Yeah, we got to mess with the bull and get the horns. <laughs> mess with the reindeer and get the... Antlers. Antlers. I just couldn't think of what was on top of his head. Um, they look like gumdrops. Well, um, yeah, on because he's a baby. Do you think... No. Okay. <laughs> Sean, let us know right away where he stands. Do you think that the controversy behind Rudolph is justified? I can see the point. I can see I can see the side of it, too. But the movie's been out since the 60s. Right. It's been playing every year at Christmas. Right. Get the stick out of your ass and just <laughs> let it play. Let it play. <laughs> Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. <laughs> now, I was watching, I was reading this top, uh, it was like the best Santa Claus in film. And the Santa Claus from Rudolph got the worst Santa award. Damn. 
Now, the reasoning behind that is, is that one, he goes into, uh, what is it? Uh, da- was it Dasher? Is Rudolph's dad? Yes. You're Dasher's little boy, aren't you? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he goes into Dasher's thing, sings his own praises. <laughs> jingle, jingle, jingle. Uh, <laughs> I'm just, I have the song in my head now. I am, a, I'm the king of jingling. Sings his own song. Jingle my bells. Jingle my bells. <laughs> and then he leaves after telling him that, like, you know, if your kid's going to have that nose, I don't want anything to do with you. And then uh, berates the elves for singing. He's like, your song needs work. And then he gets up and he leaves like an asshole. He is. He is kind of an asshole. He is. And he gets up and he leaves and he's, he's like. moody the whole time. You know what? He is. But here's the thing. <laughs> I think he was taking diet supplements. Because he's thin. But yeah, he's hell. really an ass. Yeah. He's not jolly at all. The fat people tend to be jolly, I guess. I think he even skips at his wife a few times. He does. Mrs. Claus gets a little lip. He's like, shut up, mama. <laughs> shut up, little mama. <laughs> shut up, bitch. Yeah. So he snaps at the elves, and then at the end of the thing, and then he's willing, even though he lives in the North Pole, he's willing to call off Christmas because of snow. It's a little blizzard. He should be used to that. He mm-hmm. lives at the North Pole. Yes. But he's like, it's going to snow. Christmas is done. He just doesn't want to go. Yeah, I think so. He's not in the so mood. So the whole episode, he sings his own praises, berates those around him, and doesn't want to do his job. <laughs> He's got one job. Make the kids happy. He has one job. He's got all these magical powers and stuff. and Magical powers and stuff. <laughs> He's summoning things. And so that's that's half the Rudolph story. So the other half is that... Rudolph. Yeah, is, is Rudolph. <laughs> and... He, uh, you know, he's born with this this messed up nose, and uh, he well, he glows so bright, and like a light bulb. Yeah, and you know what? What he he doesn't. Here's the thing, and I think this is what a lot of people flame flame. I know. No, no, no. I know. It's, I think that a lot of people get they get upset because they're like, well, he was bullied, right? But here's the thing, Rudolph through the whole thing, is like, you know what? Screw you guys. Screw you guys, I'm going home. I don't want to wear your prosthetic nose to look like everybody else. I'm okay with this. Mm-hmm. You need to be okay with it, too. Right. That's the message that I think he's sending. If you're not, screw. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. And, I mean, he basically is like, you know what? And then when when he meets up with, uh, with Herbie, is it Herbie or Hermie? It's Hermie, right? We'll call him Hermie. We meet up with Hermie. Hermie the other... Hermie. The other misfit. Well, I'll, I'll get to Hermie in a minute. <laughs> but when he gets with Hermie, and then they're like, we're friends now. Yay! And you're a dentist, and you're an elf. I mean, you're a reindeer <laughs> lights up. And they're both very accepting right away. And that's the thing, right? Right. That's another message is that if you, you know, you're okay with yourself, find other people who are okay with you. Right. Right? Right. 
Okay. I just want to make sure I'm not completely off base in what I read into this. This is just strictly what I read into this. Mm -hmm. This might not be what everybody else reads into it. This is, this is me. Right here. And I'm on cold medicine, so I might think differently tomorrow. But this is what I'm thinking right now. So then they're traveling, and they meet up with one of my favorite people, Yukon Cornelius. Yay! Yukon... Yukon <laughs> is... He, I love Yukon. Every time he throws that pick axe in the, in the ground, and then he picks it up, he's like... Nothing. <laughs> and he licks it, and he's like... For me, watching his tongue lick the Oh, it's so pick. funny. That's hilarious. It's so funny. <laughs> and, I, and Yukon, he makes it sound like he's looking for silver, and silver then he's looking for gold. gold. Yeah, that's the, the, the Burl Ives. The snowman's got to come back in and sing for you. He's <laughs> like, remember me? Here's a song. Like, here, here it goes. Yeah. So, but what he's actually really looking for, you find actually. out at the end, actually is he was looking for a peppermint mine. So he lies. So, yeah. So he was like... <laughs> Tell everybody, I'm looking for silver and gold. Yeah. I'm looking for gold, I'm looking for silver, but really he's looking for a peppermint mine. Which, by the way, he finds at the very end of the thing as the credits are rolling. But here's the thing with that. He finds it on Santa Claus's property. Mm. And do you think Santa Claus is going to be kind enough to let him drill a mine? Not that Santa. Not that Santa. Hell no. You don't have to sing him a Jingle Bell song or something. You still won't appreciate shit. And once that so, night's over, he's going back to the way he was when it started. I know. So <laughs> now you have Yukon, Hermie, Hermie. and uh, Rudolph. They're trying to get away from the Abominable Snow Monster. They end up on the Isle of Misfit Toys, which I'm... <laughs> That little lion, whenever he claps, whenever he claps, it's so cute. He takes his little paws. He's like, boop, boop. It's adorable. And uh, I don't know. I don't I don't know what the heck he's supposed to be. He reminds me of the lion from the Lion Witch in the Wardrobe. He just swoops out of nowhere. He can, he's like a griffin. He can fly. It's bizarre. Mm -hmm. Now, my thing with this is that those toys are on this island. Because they're misfits too, right? Allegedly. Allegedly misfits. <laughs> okay. Now, is he going and collecting these toys from the trash? How was he collecting these toys? We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. He's stealing toys from around the world, and we don't know. And then has the audacity <laughs> to ask Rudolph and his friends... If you ever get back to Santa, tell him about the toys. <laughs> Son of a bitch, you can fly. He can fly. Tell him you damn self. <laughs> if you don't want to tell Santa, that's fine. There are a lot of lazy people on this show. <laughs> there are a lot of lazy assholes in this show. Mm -hmm. But <laughs> I was just taking a drink. But the thing that, that just bothers me. Is that what really grinds my gears? Yeah, what really like sticks in my craw <laughs> is the fact that he doesn't need Santa. He can fly. Mm -hmm. He can deliver those toys himself. If he can go pick them up, he can go drop them off. That's what I'm trying to say. Right. You picked them up. Drop them off. 
They were probably sitting in some kid's backyard, and he just swooped down and took it. I know! Just because the kid wasn't playing with him at the time, he probably think they were abandoned. <laughs> Mine! <laughs> like he just goes and snatches it and runs. Thank you. Yeah. So that's my rant about that lion. I, I think he really kidnapped the toys. What's his name? Moonracer. Sounds like a hippie name. <laughs> so then at that point, Rudolph's like, you know what? This nose is becoming a problem. People are going to get hurt. I'm going to take it upon myself to get out of here. So he leaves. Peace. Peace is out. Now his parents go out and look for him. Oh, and by the way, this is this is the thing that I take issue with. People take issue with like, oh, Rudolph gets bullied and stuff like that. I'll concede to that. But the other thing is that when his dad goes out to look for him and the mother's like, I'll look too. And he's like, no, this is man's work. Fuck you. (laughs) This is man's work. Not only is there bullying, there's chauvinism. Thank you. That's a chauvinistic thing to say. It's rude. That drives me crazy every time I hear it. So he goes off by himself. Shake, rattle, and roll. And the girls are like, well, we'll just go then. We'll go by ourselves. So then they go off by themselves. Somehow everybody gets kidnapped by the abominable snow monster thing. And they're all in the cave. Rudolph comes back. He's like, where the fuck is everybody? And the snow guy, who has not helped anybody at all, comes out of nowhere. And he's like, oh, no, no, no. It's not the snow guy. It's Santa. Right? He comes out and he's like, yeah, they were out looking for you. Yeah. So Santa doesn't help. They've been looking for you for months. Yeah, they've been looking for you. Years. Uh, The the, the snowman guy doesn't help at all. It's hard for me to believe that he was gone for like two years or something. They were were looking for him that long. Uh, He wasn't really that far away. (laughs) (laughs) They're really lazy and bad at looking. Yes. They're just like looking at, nope, he's not there. Let's pause for a little while. I need rest. Pause. (laughs) <laughs> he takes his little pause it's good. so he's like yeah they're out looking for you Santa could have stopped all this and been like you know because doesn't Santa have any kind of pull up there he can't just go to the bottom and be like hey he does he just doesn't want to use it stop it like he can't stop it he can't do that so <clears throat> Rudolph finds them in the Abominable's cave He's like, I'm going to stab this bitch. And he tries to hit him in the butt with his little antlers, and it just makes him mad, which I can totally see. If somebody did that to me, I'd be like, I'm going to, you got to die. Right in his bum, 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 bum. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> him and his drum. So <laughs> Rudolph takes a header because he gets knocked in the head. Now everybody's like, well, we're all going to die. <laughs> they... They literally are like, yep, we're going to get eaten. Oh, there goes our hero. Yeah. Nice knowing you all. Yeah. And we had a good run. <laughs> I told you it was man's work. <laughs> like, oh, sorry. Well, he, did, he didn't do any uh, much better than anyone else. He did not. So then Rudolph, I'm sorry, Rudolph's knocked out. Yukon and Herbie, or Herbie, whatever the hell his name is, Hermie. show up. Hermie. <clears throat> they trick the guy into coming outside. Right? And then they clonk him on the head. Dumbass. I know. He <laughs> fell for that. He fell for the old pig and a poke thing. <laughs> <laughs> he fell for the oldest trick in the book. Pig and a poke. 
So now <laughs> the dentist decides it's his big moment because he read a book. <laughs> now he's a professional. Now he's a pro. He's a pro because he read a book. Back then, that's how you became a dentist. I know. You read a book and then you know everything. You just read a book and you were a pro. I was like, I've read this book. I'm <laughs> you know, you haven't practiced on anybody yet, but. No, I'm good at this. Guess who gets the first time? So he's read a book, so he pulls out all the guy's teeth, which is a little bit sadistic. Just a little bit. But no blood. No, there was no blood. <laughs> well, it's cold up there. Probably cauterized real quick, you know, in the cold. Lucky. So he's got no teeth. And I guess they're just like, well, you know, we're fine. Even though he's got claws, he can still maul him to death if he wanted to. <laughs> so nobody's afraid of him anymore. Roar. Yeah. <laughs> Rukon, Yukon's like, uh, I don't, for some reason, he's just like, yep, I'm going to push this guy. <laughs> Pushes him over the ledge. Bad. They all Bad. go down, right? <clears throat> the dogs attack him. Yeah, which is weird. And then they go down with him. Yeah, that was the part that I really didn't like because the dogs went down too. Yeah, good. <laughs> good thing they survived that long ass fall and now here's avoiding the thing. getting crunched by him. Here's the thing. Spoiler alert: Yukon's not dead. <laughs> okay, Woo-hoo! so they go back to uh, Santa's workshop or I don't know his Castle. house. I don't know. Yeah, and everybody's everybody's kind of like, "Yep, it's Christmas. Yep, it's gonna be great." Uh. Rudolph and his friends are a little bummed because, you know, Yukon went over the side. All of a sudden, he comes storming in the door with the with the abominable guy. And he's like, oh, Bumbles bounce. <laughs> now, they were all standing there on the cliff edge. You said that like he's a gummy bear. Yeah, so they were all standing there on the cliff edge. Wouldn't, like, wouldn't they have seen him bounce back up? Yes. Either, so either they didn't wait... And they were just like, whoop, he's dead. And they walked away. <laughs> I think that's what they did. Oh, they were just like, yeah, yeah, we're not even going to check. Yeah, I mean, it's just weird. Oh, that's so sad. All right, we got to go. Yeah, I mean, we got to get the we gotta get the women home, I think. <laughs> yeah. I got some scolding to do. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, the, the end of the story is, is, you know, you probably guess it. Santa's still being a prick, and he's like, well... And it's canceled because of snow. And then Rudolph's nose glows and he's like, hey, I've got a brilliant idea I hadn't thought of before. I think you're actually, you know, going to help me. <laughs> and Rudolph, because he's a better person than everybody else, is like, yeah, I will help you because I'm better than you. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So he helps him. I love how he tried to uh, play it off, though, Santa. Yeah. He's like, like about to say... Like trash talk him about being blinded by his nose. Yeah. Like that no the nose. Oh my no. I Wait know. a minute. Ding. I the light bulb. Yeah. His light bulb went on after his did. Yeah. So now we actually have some facts and stuff. And I know this is gonna be in one of the facts, but Just the facts. In the original run, they did not go back to the Isle of Misfit Toys. People complained. Hmm. So they ended up going, doing another thing, and they went back to the Isle of Misfit Toys, got the Misfit Toys, and delivered them also. Happy ending. So there is a happy ending. Yes. <laughs> oh, I, 
think I've ever done anything so in-depth as Rudolph just now. Well, at the same time, we're very passionate about this, so. Well, I mean, I've just, I've heard a lot of people talking smack about it in the past few weeks. Yes, it's got minor bu- bullying. Yeah, but I Minor. Mean, <clears throat> but I mean, he like, but I mean, like. He overcomes he, it. Yeah, but I mean, like, he was better than they were, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, he was like, you know what, I'm not going to let you bother me. I'm better than you. Right, there's a moral to this. I always thought so. So now that we've we've gotten that out of the way, uh, <laughs> uh, we do we do have a little bit of uh, little facts, a little trivia for you as we close out this episode. Um, would you like me to go first, or do you want to go first? You can go first because mine. I'm gonna go first. All mine's right. called more facts. You have the more, yep. and I have the first. <laughs> okay, so I base mine off of yours. Excellent. So these puppets were not meant to last forever. Despite taking great care not to soil the puppets, only the animator and puppet maker were allowed to touch them in the studio. They wore gloves while working on them. The figures were sprayed with magnetic flock to diffuse reflective light on the camera. The spray contained acidity, which contributed to puppet deterioration over time. Rankin-Bass co-founder Jules Bass kept one of the Rudolph puppets on his desk, even though wires were coming out of its legs mm-hmm. for the uh, light bulb nose. That's one. Because it was a real working light. Yes. Powered by battery. Yay! <laughs> Knowledge of power! <laughs> Energizer, exactly. <laughs> Rudolph was four inches tall. Rudolph measured four inches high. Santa, Santa stood eight inches. And he appeared relatively large on screen. The Bumble figurine stood 14 inches tall. Ooh, just over a foot. Yeah. The special took 18 months and 22 room-sized sets to complete. Do math. The, <laughs> the TV specials were created in Japan by MOM Studios, led by Tad Mokunaga. I had to take a pause on that. A pioneer in Japanese stop-motion animation. Mm-hmm. Animators spent two days observing deer to create Rudolph. The Rankin-Bass chief animator, uh, Mokunaga, again, and his assistant spent two days at the National Park studying thousands of wild deer to observe the movement for their animation and to inspire their image of Rudolph and his setting. Nice. The narration originally had a Brooklyn accent. Before Burl Ives over here, forget about it. Rudolph, you bitch. <laughs> Get him some pasta over here. Cannoli. Over here. Burl Ives was tapped to narrate Larry Mann. Shut up, Mann. Shut up uh. before, <laughs> before Burl Ives was tapped to, Latin, tapped to narrate Larry Mann, the voice of Yukon Cornelius, performed the narration. Mann's version has never been heard publicly. But those who have listened to the recording say man put a Brooklyn-like accent. Not quite Ives' gentle delivery. <laughs> Go! <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Shit. More than 600 puppets were carved for production of Rudolph. Uh, Akiro Kumuro, the puppet maker for the film, says that each character's puppet was recarved by hand 
for various movement movements and expressions rather than using plaster and mold because it wouldn't have plaster exact... and mold. <laughs> and the plaster head is very heavy for animation. Almost done. Sorry. Right. Uh, all of the characters were built with joints. Ooh, we got joints. The inclusion Smoke of them. the inclusion of joints. <laughs> The inclusion of joints allowed any part of the puppet's bodies could be moved, including eyes, ears, and mouth. Oh, it is the answer to my question. Woo! It's Hermie, not Herbie. Hermie the elf wants to be a dentist, has left fans in question over his real name. In 1998, some merchandise marketed the elf with the name Herbie instead. Not to be confused with the Furby. Rankin Bass had received emails about it since they first went online in 99. And Hermie... Uh, the 99. <laughs> and Hermie has since lived a life of frustration regarding his name that most of us only experience from Starbucks baristas. Yeah, he was pissed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it took 24 frames to create one second of filmed animation. That's a lot. Silver and Gold was originally sung by Yukon Cornelius. Wow. In a version never aired, Yukon sings Silver and Gold before the song was reassigned to Burl Ives. It was recorded 28 times in Cornelius' voice, including multiple takes that end with comic sobs. Now, why couldn't this be like an alternate take or something on the Blu-ray or DVD? I don't know. I'd love that. You know, the other thing? What? It's because we like that stuff. No, I know. We want all these extras, but they don't want to give them. You know, the other thing that I would have liked on the Blu-ray is, other and thing? it's it's not on my list, I don't know if it's on yours, but there's a, a scene where Herb, Her, Hermie <laughs> and Rudolph are singing their Misfit song. We're a couple of Misfits. God, I hate that I song. know you hate that song. <laughs> it was replaced in some aired versions with a song called Fame and Fortune. I'd rather that. Fame and Fortune, fame. <laughs> and... Like I, I'm, I, I wonder why that wasn't included on the DVD, just as like a little extra. Would have been nice. I know. They don't want to give it to us. <clears throat> and this, I think, has sparked a lot of controversy over the years. So if you've ever wondered about it, here it goes. Go. The misfit doll was depressed. Oh. For decades, fans have focused attention on the little doll on Misfit Island because there was nothing visibly wrong with her. Though some wondered if it was her lack of a real nose. Arthur Rankin has said that she was depressed because her owner didn't want her anymore. And she felt unlovable. Oh. Well, that's just depressing as hell. (laughs) Merry Christmas! (laughs) Depression. Fans brought the Misfits back to the special. As I mentioned this earlier. The original special that aired in 64... Rudolph, Hermie, and Yukon promised to return and then never did so. So they're assholes, too. (laughs) I knew it. I was surrounded by assholes. This set fans into such a fuss that Rankin Bass responded to their angry letters by changing the script. In 65, the special included a short scene in which Santa and the reindeer deliver the misfits to new homes. Yay! Mm Mm-hmm. You're up. You're up. Hey, I'm up. You are. I kept checking mine to see if any of them matched yours. Okay. A couple little pieces 
are part of what you said. Yep. But uh, there's other stuff with it, and it's reworded, so. Okay. Character names were inspired by real people. According to Ken Muller, brother of Rudolph screenwriter Romero Muller, the original name for Hermie the Elf was supposed to be Herbie. Hey! In honor of a childhood friend. <clears throat> Meanwhile, Clarice... Hello, Clarice. Rudolph's girlfriend... Ooh, no, ah. Was named after the future bride of another friend. Oh, okay. Rudolph and friends were created in Japan. Yeah, what we said. Japan has long been known for its love of animation... And then it says parentheses, animate anyone? Ah. But did you know that Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer was actually... Uh, actually? Filmed in Japan? Yep. In fact, many of the uh, Rankin-Bass stop-motion uh, animagic mm-hmm. specials were produced in Japan. Yes. Three. Pack of Hounds. Yukon Cornelius has an interesting sled dog team. Instead of Siberian Huskies or Alaskan Malamutes, his ragteam of pooches include a poodle, uh, Cocker Spaniel, St. Bernard, Dachshund, and a Collie. Oh, okay. I like the Collie one's cute. Ah! Like looking at um, Lassie. And what sucks for me is that's one of the dogs that jumps the abominable and goes over yeah. the edge. Yeah. I hate that part. <laughs> Even toys have self-esteem problems. On the island of Misfit Toys, Dolly for Sue seems perfectly normal on the outside. For decades, fans have debated on why she was there in the first place. Producer Arthur Rankin finally revealed on NPR, not New Patrick Harris, not NPH, NPR, in 2007 that Dolly considered herself a misfit due to her low self-esteem issues and psychological problems. She's a doll who feels that she's unlovable. That that puts it like a a real dark spin on it, (laughs) doesn't it? That she's got psychological problems? Never mind just worrying about her nose that she's not loved. I know. This makes it sound like she's got more mental problems than we see. Like she's crazy. (laughs) Five, romance. At the end of the movie, eagle-eyed fans will notice that the elf Hermie can be seen flirting and dancing with a pretty young female elf. And the implication that romance is in the air. What? Get her under the mistletoe, brother. You should. It's the best way to score. Off to clean her teeth. <laughs> with your tongue. Ah, gross. <laughs> Six, Sam's inspiration. The songs were sung by Burl Ives, who was a voice actor for the character of Sam the Snowman. The animators also created Sam to look like the Burly Ives. Yes. Seven. General Electric made a killing on merchandise. I'm sure they did. The company General Electric, or other known as GE, sponsored Rudolph. bring good things to life. (laughs) I think they still do. Nah. Um, They sponsored Rudolph for the first three broadcasts, and they had quite an innovative marketing scheme at the time. They put out print ads featuring the characters from 64 to 66. When you purchase any GE product, they gave out copies of the soundtrack album as a premium. Ooh. Nice. Nice. Bringing Christmas back to life. Eight. 
The original puppets Santa Claus and the younger Rudolph were eventually purchased by a new owner after going on a tour in 2007. Since they were in absolutely horrible condition, Santa had half his mustache missing, while Rudolph was missing his famous nose. Oh, that hurts. <laughs> the new owner spent four grand for them to be restored to mint condition by stop motion and animation studio screen novelty in Novelties International. Wow, that's dedication. Yes. Four grand. Mm. It's great to restore it, but it's still not the same. I guess. I know you can't help it because we mentioned that they weren't made to last long. No. Um, uh, one extra of some DVD, I forget what it is, but they were talking about like um, props for a movie. Mm-hmm. And they even say on it that they're they're made to only last the length of production, really. Yeah. They're not really made to last lifetimes. Mm-hmm. So there's a point right there. I like this one. Nine. He's the chosen one. Aww. So he was chosen before Anakin. <laughs> <laughs> it happened twice. In the original script, Rudolph was supposed to be delivered to Donner and his wife via a stork. But after G.E. chose Burl Ives to be the narrator, they scrapped the scene so that in the film, Rudolph is born normally like any other reindeer. All right. And number 10, even the misfits were ignored. Again. In the original script, while Rudolph, Hermie, and Yukon Cornelius promised to visit the island of misfit toys and bring them back, they never do so. After the special aired, Rankin Bass were um, inundated with angry letters from kids demanding that the Misfit <clears throat> Toys be helped, as we mentioned earlier. To console that the children, they produce a short scene where Rudolph, Santa, and the rest of the reindeer arrive on the island to and deliver the Misfit Toys to new homes. This scene was shown on TV since 1965. Power to the little ones. I guess. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> It's all right. Those are my facts. All right. Just the facts. Hopefully you've enjoyed this critique review. (laughs) We understand there's bullying. There's a little bullying in it. It's been going on for years. It's always going to go on. You can just stick out your ass. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's a classic show. It's been on the air every year. Let it go. Let it go. It's a classic. I we all love to see it on TV every year. I can't possibly add anything to that, so I'm just going to shut up. There's a moral in it. There is a moral in There's it. There's bullying, but he, Rudolph pushes through it. He shows what uh, you can do through bullying. I guess. I'm going to shut up now. Sean's got something to tell you. Be sure and check out our regular podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Stitcher. and Google Play. Uh, you can check out our other reviews. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Yes. I'm going to shut up now. <laughs> Sean's got something to tell you. Merry... Whatever. Happy holidays. <laughs> I don't know. Have a good everything. Happy holidays. Go watch Rudolph.